Welcome to the football table, sponsored by Resinstone Driveway Professionals, Derby Limited. Welcome to episode three, the football table. This is going to be a belter. We've got guests. We've got a lot. And I'll tell you what we have got. We've got swearing. Fucking loads of it. So if you don't like it, turn off. If you love it, stay tuned. Smithy, how are we doing? I'm all right, matey. Steady? Steady. Had a, had a busy week again, haven't we? Well, mate, it's been stacked out. Monday night, we're doing um, remote recordings. Oh, tell you what, mate. I feel like a DJ. DJ? Not Jimmy Savile or one of them dodgy ones. I feel like we're doing bits out here, mate. Yeah. So we had a, a really good chat with Mark Sargent from Graham Street Prims. And um, everywhere else. He's been about, and he? he's been about, mate. He's a bit of a fucking for thirty-seven years old. He is a bit of a non-league slack. Uh, I, I would uh, definitely concur with that one. I bet he's got a right fucking wardrobe full of tracksuits, just going out, putting the bins out, bog wash fix, then coming back, fucking Kilburn. Who was the other one? Ashby Ivan. Oh, let me get me Ashby waterproof out, babe. We'll go for a walk. So yeah, we had a <clears throat> had a good half an hour chat with him, and then, like I say, next day. Come back to listen to it and it was the first time using the technology so we lost a bit of it through poor signal but we've managed to edit it out we've had, we had a really good chat we've got some good questions out of him so we'll hear from him later i was a bit loud as well mate so some of the shouting that i was doing some of my best gags was cut out of it i'm not happy about it but we move on we don't like to diagram they don't like to uh, dwell on it we're learning every week aren't we mate yeah can i i just want to say something that i saw at the weekend yeah on Sunday, I was down doing juniors on Chad Park, and a bloke, I think it was a goalkeeper for AFC Chadston, walked across from Audi Car Park wearing shorts, socks, and a dressing gown. No top. Shorts, socks, and a dressing gown, and a JD bag. No, you lying. I swear, mate. Honestly, pardon me, there was... Four people stood with me and I was just like, is that real? And he just watched it. And then I stayed and watched. Our game had finished. I stayed and watched the last 20 minutes of that game. AFC, Chad against Nguyen. Yeah. And uh, honestly, mate, he finished at the end, took his keeper's shirt off, put his dressing gown on and walked back the same way he came, mate. I've never seen that like it. Only in Chad, eh? Only in Chad, mate. And I'll tell you another thing as well. Sunday football is has become like going out because it's like the Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm no good on social networking apart from Facebook. I'm a legend on Facebook. Follow me. Doing bits. But when I, I popped Instagram on and looked through, yeah. and like people must be I mean, paying people to come with these long lenses and take photos and stuff like that. That game that I watched, Three long lens cameras at that. One behind the goal, one behind the other goal, and one on the halfway line. They're, they're competing in the bottom level Taverners League as well. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've got a dream, but three cameras. I tell you what, he's a big lad. Don't know if you can see it on the clip, but I put a clip on the Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. Oh, the one that couldn't get a replica shirt? Yeah. I tell you what, mate, it was fucking tidy as fuck. He was winning everything. Was it? Nobody could touch him, mate. I tell you what, if you can let us know your name, mate, I will fucking 
personally, chuck a fiver in and the listeners will fucking plow the rest in. We're going to get you a fucking shirt, mate. Because he was decent, mate. Fucking nice touch. I think he won that free kick, didn't he? Oh, the one you post on the video? Yeah. yeah, I think he did, yeah. He's fucking tidy as fuck, mate. Get this man a shirt. And I tell you what, give him fucking number nine. See, he's a fucking bad boy player. Liked him. Big, good feet for a big lad. Oh, mate, it was tidy as fuck. Look. There was a lot of uh, arguing, to in and fro in, and I actually saw somebody get simbined, and they were fucking going mental about the simbing as well. I've... We had it in junior football. I think it lasted about three or four weeks. But it's the first time I've actually seen it carried through into uh, men's football. Yeah, yeah, like I said, we had the discussion about it last week. I've, I've only seen it once or twice. And obviously, I've been active in men's football lately. So, um, yeah, it's not used as much as it should. But when it is, it's like... It killed them off the last yeah. 10 minutes. It like it took a player off as well. Is it, is it a thing that the refs... I don't know what the ref was doing, but at the end of the game, like one team walked one way, one team walked the other, and then the ref just fucking stood in the middle. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was waiting to get paid or he was just like, waiting until everybody had gone before he went. But I just thought, is he all right? Was it, or was, probably had some bad experience on Chad Park. Well, I just gonna... thought, is he going to fucking teleport down through the fucking centre circle like, and just reappear next week? Because... Refs have no souls, do they? So he might fucking live on Chad Park underneath with all the other fucking bad refs. That's another thing we want. We want to hear about your bad refs. So uh, if you've experienced a bad one, it don't have to be massive, long essay, but we'll probably know him. If you're of a similar age to us, <coughs> we'll know him. So if Cully Maradona's refed you, or Tommy French, or... Howard. Sid Atwell. Sid Atwell. Oh, God. If you've had one of them bad reps and you've got a little story, just whack in, slide into the DMs. I'm all over Instagram. I tell you what, some of your missus is a fit as well. Side eyes. <laughs> Side eyes emoji. Right, shall we crack on? Crack on, mate, yeah. Smith selection from last week. Uh, Worksworth Derby. Worksworth Ivanhoe took a 1-0 win against Cromford and Worksworth Town. Works for five now. Is that that, that that big cunt Liam Gallagher plays for? Remember him? He's a fucking wind up merchant. Yes, and when we played him in the cup, yeah. and we had a couple of sending offs. Couple of say, I went down to nine, mate. Nine in extra time, didn't we? We did. Uh, Thomas Meller got the goal for Works for five now. Now, obviously, we're we're in the same league as these, and after this game, there was a clip on uh, certain social media bouncing around the changing room like they won the league. Kenny, joking. Still five games to go, mate. They were second place. It's all it's all mad, mate. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Didn't you get beat this week? Oh, have you gone there already? Oh, mate. You can't be saying they put a clip out then you've got fucking turned over. I think the one was in the rights, mate. No, I agree with you, mate. Yeah, we, um, Kilburn FC went down 4-1 to a really strong bakewell side last night. Um, was it a strong bakewell side or was it a poor, poor, mi- poor mi- defending? Mix of both. We, we weren't great, but... Like I say, they were a good side, and I'm not, you know me, I'm a pretty sore loser, but I left that pitch. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. I left that There's pitch. a photo, I want to put it on the socials, of him uh, when he played against Long Eaton, Little Eaton, Long Eaton. Long Eaton. He's in the touchline, mate. He's walked across, he's fucking disgusted. He's gone and stood in the tunnel on his own, mate, like Arsene Wenger at fucking Old Trafford that time. Felt sorry for him, mate. And to top it all off, 
I went in and bought the last two cups of tea and we used all the milk. Didn't even get me a brew, did you? Sad times, mate. Sorry, carry on, Smith. I feel like I'm always putting in. I'm like the football goat! Um, so, yeah, that was that was a works with Derby. See how I skipped away from Kilburn now. We'll move on. Yeah. We'll come back after we've had a win and we'll have a big chat about it. Um, in the other one, obviously, our guest last week from FC Chad. FC Chad, Mr. Daly. Mr. Daly. We went with GMB FC Greens against Chad FC. Now, Chad won it with a, a late penalty. They, went, they won it 3 2. Aidan Frogger and Jordan Wright got on the goals for FC Greens. Froggy! And for Chad, Matt Blakemore, Josh Onions. He's decent, Matt Blakemore. Don't know Josh Onions, but Josh his name Onions. comes up a lot. He's a uh, place of field lane at the first team as well. Very good winger, very quick. Yeah, I've heard his name a lot in a lot of match reports and stuff. Yeah. Hey, all, hey, all, the guests here. Carry on. And then, uh, yeah, Stephen Byrne, also known as Bernie, come off the bench to score a winning penalty. Bernie, he's some boy. Bernie, why have you fucked Prims off, you shit ass? Not talk, nice, mate, not talk, fair. Talking about injuries and injections, coming on for Chad scoring winners, mate. Not sure not about good, it. Mate, not good. Anyway, Mark, who are you and what are you about? So I'm the first team coach at Prims. Um, it's funny we've got obviously Vix in the semi final uh, on Saturday, in the in like what's the trophy? So that's the third and fourth place from each of the groups. Um, and I was Vic's first team manager a couple of seasons back as well for a bit. So what was that like? Uh, interesting, good good experience uh, for myself anyway. Um, yeah, it's been a strange club re- uh, recent years, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, almost like a facilities and everything. Almost like a bit of a sleeping giant. Um, yeah. In terms of non-league, like grand capacity. Obviously, there's only a couple of clubs in the city around that level, which are coincidentally um, fifty yards across each other from the car park. So yeah. Uh, basically, Is it car park here, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It gets gets quite tasty. So I've I've been in the dugout on both sides. So it's uh, interesting, interesting yeah. one, definitely. And what did you win, mate? What have you won? What have you got in the cabinet? Uh, not a great deal. <laughs> oh, uh, not not from uh, non-playing anyway. So I've got a Dobbs Cup with uh, Ashbourne United. Uh, oh, from, from playing He's got the club. We've got one of them. Yeah. Well, there you go. You see. Um, that's it, really. Uh, never startling as a player. Gave everything, but. Uh, Hopefully, I would do a bit better off the pitch. I've got I've got plenty of years for that, so I've uh, got plenty of time. How old to, are you, Mark? Uh, you don't mind it off you. Thirty-seven. So you know you're only a baby. So technically, I could still be playing. So it's uh, but no, my playing days long done. So but yeah, it's um, interesting club. What's it like working with Anton? Yeah, no, he's a good guy. I can remember when I first, I first went and met him. I had no intention of going really. It was more the fact that I got on with him. And I just thought, I'll, I'll listen to what he's got to say in here, man, actually. And then I've been there ever since. So I had him yeah. I had him play for me when he, he was only young, young. Yeah. For, uh, it was probably oh, 18 years ago. Mm. Probably longer. He played for a, a team in Stocky. And I think on his debut, he scored a goal and scored an own goal. And we drew one all. <laughs> well, that... 
it's because of that fucking massive head of his, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, you could tell me then, because he always gives it the bollocks about he was a good player. So, you know what, mate? He was. You're going to say it, aren't you? <laughs> he really was. He was quality, mate. Oh, centre back. He, he just had a. He had like an air of cockiness about him, bless him, and he, he was quality. And a big head, as you've just said, to edit. Yeah. I can't watch it, mate. I can't for the life of me think when I've watched him have a bad game. So I'd love no. to say that he wasn't, but I'd be lying, mate. No, well, that's it then. That one's that, that's one that put to bed, isn't it? Just going, yeah, back to you, going back to your playing days, Mark, what yeah. was the worst ground or worst team you ever played against? What was the worst, the most intimidating place you've been to? Oh, God. I played at some right places for Ashbourne. So we played in like the Express and Star West Midlands League. Um, we played in like, what was fucking essentially a car field in Oswestry the last game of the season. <laughs> we took a bus journey down there. It's fucking horrible. Uh, Darleston, that was horrible. Um, Great Whirly, that was horrible. That was because I was getting abused off a granny. I was <laughs> booked. I told to fuck off. <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, it was horrible. We just got called sheep shaggers, inbred sheep shaggers. That's all you got from all the time. Every single player needs to spit at you and fucking abuse you. I think I was only about eighteen then as well. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a bit rough. What, what, yeah, we had twenty-two man brawl there as well at West Brom's old training ground. I think one of our lads kicked a Chinese lad in the bollocks there. Everyone's still getting sent off. We've got eleven men. Yeah. What's your best footy experience? Probably winning the Derbyshire Cup, to be honest. Where was that? What ground? Uh, is it Bow Patan? Nice, nice stadium, that. Um, so, yeah, it was an old one. I'm, I'm from Belper originally, so obviously I, I grew up going down there watching Belper Town, so it was, it was quite good to get a trophy there. Yeah, it's uh, a nice little watch, isn't it? It's a nice yeah. yeah, it's changed a lot since, like, since I went down there as a kid, but, yeah, it's still, like, now it's it's really good. It's moving yeah. on. I think they're, yeah. they're, doing, they're doing even more stuff to it now, which is good because the town needs it, really. Yeah, it's a big t- it's a big town, isn't it? You don't realise how big it is. Both my sons live there, isn't it? You don't realise yeah. how far back it goes. You just think it's that little street, but honestly, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge now. Yeah, it's it's grown it a lot since I left left Belper. It's yeah, it's grown a lot. You've got a lot of sides up there as well, haven't you? Even Sunday sides and junior sides. You've got a lot of teams up there. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of people in the in the town, so it's football's quite a, quite a big thing there. Yeah. So just going back to uh, the Don Amok Cup. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's, there's some really strong sides in in the cup um, throughout the divisions. But um, how did you get? How did your group stage go? And did you get the results you expected against the teams you expected to be? Yeah, um, I thought obviously we opened against Hina, uh, went one 0 down. Um, we were plugging away, plugging away, um, and I, I think we did everything but score up to about ninetieth minute. I think it was like the ninety third minute we equalised. Uh, you can imagine what the lads were like. They went berserk and it almost felt like we'd, we'd won it. And I think it was one of those games. If like, we'd have lost, we'd have, gone, oh, we'd have been unlucky. But like, I don't think Heena could have grumbled at a point either. Uh, first game back for both sides as well. So, I mean, we trained a bit and we played A-friendly as well. Um, I don't know what they'd done. But that that was just, I think, just a big release to get everyone out there. Yeah, of course. Um, then we, we played Stapleford Town. 
um, which I knew nothing about them. I knew they, they won the NSL, like the league below, a couple of years before. Um, we, I thought was was poor. Didn't really create many chances. Won one nil for a penalty. Uh, we put, it was George Lynham. Never heard of him. No, no. Or, <laughs> or De- Des Lynham, as the lads call him. So yeah. he, he does definitely Des Lynham. Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch it the weekend? If he's fit, yeah. Is Gav Morrow still about? He's still signed on. Hopefully, uh, we'll get him out of the weekend. So he's keeping himself out of trouble, bless him. Yeah, he's a good um, lad, Kev. Yeah, no, got got, got a lot of time for Kev. I play, played against Kev as well, so I've I've kind of played against him like two, three times in a week when he was at Pastures, and I think he played for Bridgian on a Sunday uh, to see him then. And then like now, if he plays, like his improvement as well. It's, it's, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, he's a quite quality lad, Kev. He's a bit like we had. Um, we was on about like people who score wonder goals, like Wayne Hitchcock and Pete Bowling and people like that. Yeah. Pete Kevin with the same milk. He just you don't think anything's going on, but and all of a sudden he'll just create some magic. Yeah, I mean we played at Sherwood last year, and it's it's called a left foot volley, and it was like almost in line with the back of the dugout to the goal, and he hit it and sliced it, but you've, you've never seen anything like it. it. Went like a rocket. Yeah, it's quite. Bernie playing. Uh, no, I saw it when I saw him, saw him the other week, um, out and about. But no, he's not. He's not playing at the moment. He's got issues with his ankle still. So, when's the uh, semi-final scheduled for, and who's making the long trip across the car park? So it's this Saturday, and uh, we are making the trip downhill. With it being such a strong rivalry, Mark, I'm sure you're expecting a tough game on Saturday. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting. Like I say, the last game we played, Boxing Day, was against Vix down there as well. So, I think you won one nil, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a bit, bit of a scrappy game, and the goal was was decent enough. But yeah, I thought that we could probably probably have done better than than what we did. But we kind of these local derbies just get stuck in, don't you? And end up being in a battle sometimes. It's yeah. and uh, who's in, who's in the other semi final? It's um, Ashby and is it Barrow? It wouldn't be Barrow, yeah. Yeah. So like, cool. I I was at Ashby for a bit with their reserves. That's where I left Kilburn and went to Ashby. So I was there with the oh. reserves and with the first team. So which is I call it that club as well. So. What's your long term aim, Mark? What would you like to do eventually? Would you like to have your own? Yeah, I mean, I I will go back into to management again uh, like I say the Vicks Vicks experience the first half a se- the half a season where I took over and I was trying to bring players in when it, it finished well in terms of performances and results had, had like narrowed because I'm sure people have seen that some of the scores were like 7-0 6-0 10-0 big big scores and then it, like we were 1 and 2 nils and 2 ones and we were competing with all the sides in, that we, we got played a couple of wins towards the end of the season as well yeah yeah we got we got a couple of wins as well because we'd end up getting then a good young core of players and and uh, yeah and it went well and then kind of went through pre-season and I think there's some rumblings with players which should have really been dealt with which I didn't learning experience for me yeah. um and then that that didn't do great and I, I stepped away just for the fact that it just it wasn't going right, and they needed something else. So, um, but yeah, like long term, that's that's where I'll go again. But I'm no rush uh, to do that. I've got a job to do at Prim's coaching with Anton, so and with uh, Ben as well. 
Last question of the night then, Mark. Hall of Fame nomination, please. Right, so can I do two then? Of course is you that, can. Is that all right? So if we're going local, we'll go Kev Morrow. Yeah. On that one. And then if we're going probably like outside of Derby, I'll go with Rob Norris, who's at Loughborough at the moment. He's a captain. Fair um, play to you, man. Based on what? Just, I went there for a couple of months to help the manager out, just doing some coaching, and he absolute class act as well on on the pitch and off the pitch. Uh, brilliant with younger players, um, welcoming, just just for, just absolutely class, class player, class class guy as well. So perfect, mate. Well, I'm looking for Kev Morrow, do I? <laughs> no, you don't. Well, you can if you can if you want, mate. <sighs> Oh, complete wanker. Right, this is the Don Amok Cup special. Who the fuck's Don Amok? Carry on. So, Don Amok Cup was obviously set Ooh. up. So, <laughs> obviously set up by uh, 10 teams that obviously from steps five, six, and seven, that obviously all their leagues got cancelled. So, they Don Amok put his name on it. Put his put his team in it and um it's expensive. We found that out, didn't we? That guy told us, I don't think it's in our little interview, but he told us it's seven hundred quid to enter the fucker. Yeah, to cover so cost them. the refs and um, no crowds either. Fucking seven hundred quid for fucking lowly clubs like that in steps seven, fucking a lot of money to spend out, isn't it? So the ten teams that did enter it, some good sides in here to be fair. We've got Gresley Rovers, uh Michelover Football Club. No longer Michelever Sports, side eyes. Uh, Wash Vicks, Ingalls FC, never heard of them. Uh, Ashby Ivano, never heard of them. Graham Street Prims, Barrow That's Town. We're backing, we're backing the Prims, aren't we? We're Prims all we're the way. We're getting to behind the end. them. Like when we was in prison, we're getting proper behind them. Uh, yeah, Barrow Town, Stapleford Town, Heena Town, and Belfry United. Heena Town, uh, just FYI. FC Stockbrook, not them like the Derby's Cup a couple of years ago. I don't like to talk about it, but if you want to do a show on it, we will. We'll move on, Smith, move on. We'll come back to that one. Um, so, yeah, they all played each other once uh, in a little round robin. Top two teams from each group have gone into the Cup semi-final. Third and fourth place gone into the Trophy semi-final. And the bottom two teams... Fucked off. Got fucked off, mate, yeah. Fuck off. Funnily enough, that was Ingalls FC we've never heard of. And Stapleford Town, which I was a bit shocked about, but didn't make the cup. So the cup semi-finals are starting this week, start uh, this weekend, Saturday, running through to Wednesday. I think a couple of them have made the fixture change so they can get fans in. Yes, I might try and get to them. Try and recoup some money. Well, one of them Smith selection, so we'll get to that. I've got a bad leg, but I'll try and get up there. I don't like to talk about it. So in the cup semi-final, which is obviously the top two teams, um, the semi-finals are Gresley Rovers. Versus Belpe United. I'm calling Belpe United. I've called it early. Gone in early. And in the other tie, you've got Hina Town. I'd love Hina Town to beat Mikelova. Versus Mikelova. And then they got giving it all that. Fuck off, Don! I reckon they'll have to get a few of the players back off furlough for the final, though, don't you? Yeah, 100%. And in a trophy semi final, obviously the third and fourth place finishers. Ashby Ivano have got Barrow Town. And in the big one, Borowash Vicks. Versus Graham Street Pims. Prims, not Prims. Prims. Fucking hell, mate. Quite a few, any already. Graham Street Prims in the, uh, what's it called? 
The old car park here. The car park here, mate. Smallest derby in the world. We've just been informed that by our next guest. 150 yards apart across the car park. 150 yards as the crow flies. So, yeah, jump, just jump in now while we've got this. My Smith selection for midweek is Hina Town versus Mikolova. Fans are allowed. Six pounds for adults. Six pounds? Six pounds for what adults. What you get for that meal? I don't know, mate. I don't. Even, I don't even think you get a yeah, program. Potato. It's been a tough year for Greg you know. They're trying to. Get, you've already said the cost. They're trying to get paid six pounds getting Jimmy's once. At least they got felt up. Four pounds for the uh, OAPs, like our guest. We'll get on in a bit. And if you're a kid under sixteen, you get in for free. Mm. I might take a couple of kids with me then. Share the load. They can pay two quid each. Yeah, we're all in. Now, to be fair, six quid's good. I'll be happy with that. I'll be, I'm happy with anything up to twenty quid as long as I don't have to fucking. Well, what did we pay at Mickleover last year? I think that was about 12 quid, wasn't it? Is it? I think yeah, it, was, it might be the tenner, actually. Was it a tenner? If it was a tenner and we paid for somebody to get in because he only had a season ticket. But we're not heroes, mate. It's just the kind of people we are. That's how we're wrong. And Smith's selection for the weekend game is a top-of-the-table clash in the Roy Garrett Mini League A of the Derby Taverners. You've got MJ Robinson versus AFC Mackworth. Oh, God. He's got a fucking camera now. Have you seen it? I've seen his camera, mate. Oh, mate, he's filming the games. I don't know who he thinks he is. Fucking Daniel Spielberg. Have a word with yourself, Willis. You should be spending that money on your missus and your kid. Uh, that's getting played at Michelob Sports. Oh. I don't believe you uh, fans are allowed, obviously, till Monday, but please check before attending. If it is available, get down there. Mitchell. I thought they ripped the pitch up. I'm guessing they're playing on one of the back pitches. Oh, right. You can just walk into that fucker. Yeah. So uh, that's Smith's selection for the week ahead. Happy days, mate. Happy days. Shall we get into our guest now, Ken? Let's get stuck into it, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. Who are you? You all know me. What's Chris Delahaye. Yes, Christopher Delahaye, a.k.a. Delroy. Only of, known us. Of the... The area around here. Not the DLF? No. I thought it was going in early. No, 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 no. Where no. are you from? Originally, Allington. Yeah. Allington. And then little over. Then little over and uh, ended up in marrying a girl from Stockbrook. So I'm living in. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you're, you're also related to a local legend, uh, NBA Tony Sandor. Oh, yes. That's the father in law. The, the football family. Yeah. The Sandor football family. Yeah. Have you picked up on any of Tony's managerial prowess? No, I'm trying to stay clear of everything he said about <laughs> football. Everything. What he knows about football, he can get right on the back of a postage stamp. <laughs> what? Uh, and also, has he taught you anything about the spot the ball? No, nothing about the spot That's the ball. That's my favourite one, mate. Only, only don't, um, don't have a go if Tony Sandor's collecting it. Fucking <laughs> love it, mate. So that swats it, mate. What have you got in your cabinet? What have you won? Me? Yeah. Various things. The Derbyshire Cup. There you are. There you are. There you are. There you are. Yes. Mate. I just dropped your medal. Yeah, there you are. Look. Um, I've been playing for various clubs since 1984 in the local Leeds of Derby, from the Taverners, right up to the East Midlands Senior League on Saturday afternoons, right down to the uh, for the Blue Pool days at the Taverners League, top of the league with them. But yeah, it's been great playing all these years in the local Leeds of Derby. What is your first grassroots memory? What's the first thing that you can never remember about? You know, like going to footy with your fucking dad, uncle, or just 
Well, the first time I went to a football match was probably 1974 with my mum. We used to walk, we used to get the bus from the Spider Bridge, straight down to Harvey Square, straight up Bateman Street, into the Aussie End to watch Derby County. And that's why I've been a Derby County fan for years and years. And if it's in the trouble down there, that time was absolutely terrible. And it was, but it was inbred in you. So you ended up going with your mother and your parents. Then it went on to your mates, and obviously with a few lads. You know, when you obviously mm. got to a certain stage where you don't, your mum, you don't want to go with your mum. Yeah. Did your mum still go? Oh, yeah, mum still yeah, went, yeah. Mum yeah. still went all the time. She actually had a tattoo at 72 of a ram on her arm. Well, we, yeah. funny enough, we had Daly on last week, and he's only a part-time dealer because he hasn't got a tattoo. That was my next question. What? How many shit derby tats you got? None. No, no, no. Big, big, big no. man like in the DLF like you. No. What do you mean in the DLF? It's not an organisation. There's no such thing as a DLF. That's is that like a fight club? Yeah. It's not a fight club. We don't talk about it. Because yeah. I've got a question from one of our listeners. Yeah. And he wants to know who the best striker in the DLF is. It was definitely me. Definitely you. Definitely me. Until Prezi come. He left Derby County. One week he was playing for Derby County under Arthur Cox. The next day he was playing for Blue Pool under Johan. <laughs> he signed him for a fiver. <laughs> that, is, that is a true story. He's playing really? for Derby County Reserves. Just about to break into the first team. He got the sack for nicking boots. And then the next week he was playing for the Blue Pool. Alongside yeah. you, I'm guessing. No, I, I wasn't playing at the time. That time, the Blue Pool Didn't you? in the Premier League of the Taverners. And I can honestly say... Every team, Kingsway, what well, all of them, Alistair, the Blue Pool, Bridging, well, it was different sides at the time. Every one of them, most of the players that played on a Sunday was getting paid on a Saturday. Yeah. Every side. And the standard of football was absolutely oh, fantastic. It was, quality, yeah. it was quality. You don't know what's happened to well, I do know what's happened to the football the football now. All the pubs have shut. Yeah. There's no local teams no more. I mean, around Stocky, you had the Napier, you had the Dog and Partridge, the Bedford. They all had a team. Uh, every one of them had football sides. Yeah. Not one no, that. No, they used to have a no fucking great side, didn't they? Spa. Spa, yeah. Spa, yeah. Fantastic sides. George all Cross of them. had a side. Oh, the Napier, I mean, they were I played for Dog and Partridge for mm. fucking three, four years. You, you, every, like you say, the Bull and Bush had a side, all the club to Micklow, Spondon. Bedford had played for Bedford as well. Every area. So, nah, I can remember when we was playing in the Taverners, there was say, 12 or 14 leagues with 10, 12 teams in yeah. each league. Nah, is, is there two or three? You've got three with... I've got nine papers in my shed. Hey? I've got 14 toughness leagues. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah and, now, and, and what now? I mean, is it now? now you've, got, you've got three divisions of about 16 at the start and you're lucky if 12 finish the season. One of the things you look forward to after the match on a Saturday, yeah, unless you was playing, unless you was playing, what time was it? Five past five, past five, five past six is the green and out. Yeah. Is the green and out yet? Because every local Sunday league was in there in the green, and he was your you name pray, was in there. You? If you played, your name was in the paper. You go and play that. So yes. it's whatever it was. Yeah. Just, just to see you knew you fucking scored, but just yeah. to see your name in the paper. And if, because a lot of the time it was the big teams that got the headlines. So if you was playing in the top league and you scored two or three, yeah, they didn't care about what minute you scored in. So you might have scored two goals in the first half. They changed that round. So when you won three two, they changed that round and scored. Fucking Del Boy scores scores brace to win Blue Pool the title. They change it to suit themselves. It's not what happened, mm. but 
it was fucking class to get that. Yeah, it was. You, you, people used to wait in the shops for them to come in. After and then when, and then when it, I mean, that green stopped, they stopped, uh, stopped printing it, and it was, yeah. it was horrendous. Because you used to see where, where the teams was in the league, who yeah. scored. They you everything. couldn't look on fantastic. social media to see it, could you? Well, we do not to do social media. No. That's what I mean, so. Well, that's what we are. We are the modern day greeners. We're trying to get yeah. out there, mate. If you've got a match report for us, send it us in. Mm. Even if it's just a few lines, We'll jot it down, mate, and we'll whack you in. So, what is your best football experience now? What's the best thing that's happened in football for you personally? Not, not the big clubs, but I think it was when, and he's he's dead. Had Roy Garrett when we played for the one four seven, and we got to the final against Cavernous. They beat us about three one, but we, we we should have never got there. Baggy was in the side then. Johnny Etchers. Dave Etchers, it's a very, very, very good side. Robin and Kerbank, both of them. Very, very good side. Shouldn't have done what we did, but we got to the final. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got beat at Moorways. But they was, they was good local sides. I mean, the 147 club was a snooker club on Abbey Street. Is that down here? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was a club ben, on Abbey Street. Venue, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the venue, yeah. yeah. That's where it was. And uh, that's where I used to meet in, on a Sunday afternoon. But I used to play on a Saturday afternoon for the Royal Crown. Sunday morning Blueport and Sunday afternoon for the Blueport Rangers or or FC one four seven. I think it was Tony Morrison was the manager of Blueport Rangers then. Me and well he used to play there. It was three matches in the weekend. Good good, good going that mate. Yeah, it was going. Odd, but it was enjoyable. He used to love it. You know, so well, you're like fucking Peter Pan, aren't you? You never get fucking old. Even now he still looks fucking young, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Well, there you are, that's a good living, isn't it? Yeah, the love of a good woman, mate. Oh and being part of the sandoff. Or, or a good man, you see, can't be sexist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No sexism, yeah we we have some non-binary listeners, so if you're out there, keep the faith. I'm sure you'll find your way eventually. <laughs> Go on in, now what's the best goal you've ever seen with your own eyes? On a Saturday or Sunday morning, not on the Premier League from oh, local level. I can't remember. Tell you too. You've seen that many go in, haven't you? Yeah. You, you just can't remember. We'll put your foot on, but there's, some, there's been some good players out there who I know could have made. There's lots of Dave Gore. You remember Dave Gore? Fantastic player, mate. I'm telling you now, how we never made it. They were playing for the West End. They was him and Jeff King when Jeff King finished at Derby. He was playing in the middle with Dave Gore. He was like, I tell you, he was like, he was like John McGovern. But fucking hell, what a player. Brilliant. He's the little fat one from Forest, aren't he? That's what Cluffy's calling, give it to the fat lad. Hey, no, fairy bollocks here. He was dead skinny in the middle of him. Middle of midfield. Who's that was John, John Robertson. Robertson, that's John it. Robertson. Robertson yeah. That one. Well, when that, that's what they will call Derby's players, isn't they? Yeah. And Derby's manager. Who's the worst player you've ever seen? This. this hey. who's, you know, like when you've turned up to 40. Yeah. And they've gone. We're fucking short this week. There's a stag do, there's an holiday. So and so family can't make it. Somebody kick it up, and they're the fucking worst player you've ever seen. Oh, dear, and if not, then it don't have to be. It, it, say the truth, it's some of the lads that get sports of the year. You've seen <laughs> some of them lads play, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. They'll run the flag, and they'll be on a bit in the team, and they'll run the flag. And they, we paid for the, um, Jesus Christ, what was the team? It was a, it was a team full of, oh, I mean, Smithy was left back. Lingo was right back. All the football lads from years was all playing in one, one side. Um, and I can't remember his name, but he got Sportsman of the Year. He ran the flag all year. He probably got on twice. Anyway, at the awards night, he got Sportsman of the Year. He was dead proud of his trophy. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. And there was a big scrap 
and his trophy got snapped it off and he walked out crying and I, I, I felt so sorry for him. It was the only trophy he'd ever had, but he came on and he was absolutely diabolical, but he, he brought the kit every week, he put the, the, the corner flags in, you know what I mean? But yeah. for the laughing, I can't remember his name, but you need people like that, don't you? Yes, mate. <laughs> I'm going to watch it, mate. I'm going to take you Chad to a video, that was. Chad video. I'm going to take you to a question, mate, mm. that you might be able to answer. Have you ever subbed yourself on? <laughs> I thought that Jock Pitt, right, who was up front for the Blue Pullman, weren't, weren't performing. I mean, bearing in mind, he'd been at Sheffield United and <laughs> local teams and very, very good times. He weren't performing, mate. So... I saw myself on as a manager's prerogative. Anyway, within 30 seconds, I ran down the wing, my foot went in a hole, and I snapped my ankle. So I took our best striker off, who couldn't get back on again, and, me, and I broke my ankle. Next question, Kenny. <laughs> right, who's told you that anyway? You are. You've told it before, but I just fucking love it. I love that and the uh, Noonies Cup final dream. They're my two favourite questions. Noonies Cup final dream. When? <laughs> right then. We're, we were at Merrill School, obviously, living in Allington, went to Merrill School. By some stroke of luck, we got to the cup final. I think we beat Parkfields in the semi-final. Cressy was a year younger than us, but because he was that good and playing for Derby, he came into our year. It was the last year of senior school. Anyway, we're playing against Alistair Woodlands. They had a lad called Steve Parsons up front for him. A big strapping centre-forward. Anyway... Being in Allington, the final was always on Moor Lane. Moor, not Moor Lane. I know what you mean, that, near the bakery. Near the bakery, it was called... Uh, oh, God, you know. I know what you mean. Well, St Thomas Moor School. Where the Blackens is at one end and the yes, bakery is at yes. the other end. That's right, Lane. Bolton Lane? Bol no, Brackens Lane. Brackens, Brackens Lane, Lane yeah. was on Brackens Lane. In the middle of that, well, that's in the middle of Allington. So, we've got 250 people from our school <laughs> all around the pitch. And we're all walking around the pitch and we've, we've come there. Alice Woodlands have turned up in their all in nice shirts and school ties and everything. All our lot are in dots and braces and Fred Perry t-shirts wanting to kill everybody. Anyway, Noon is in goal. The only reason he's in goal is because he was shit out and he couldn't get a game any other way. So he's come to school then in the morning and the final's gone, damn. I went, what? He went, I've had a cup final dream. I went, what do you mean, Paul? He went, I've had a dream that we've, that we, it's nil-nil and then the last minute, and they get a penalty. They take the penalty. I save it. I boot the ball up front. Crazy latches onto it. Scores a volley. We win one nil, and everyone's going mental around the pitch. So then, Paul, please let that happen. Anyway, we get to the final. Get there to the night. Play the match. We get beat eight nil. <laughs> eight nil in front of two hundred and fifty of our own fans. Right, Noonie's fault for six of them. Steve Parsons hit four, four with his head when Nuni's gone up with his hands to get the ball. We've got absolutely humiliated in front of all the school. I had a week off school, I did. I've only heard it once before, but it stayed in the end. Yeah. That and the what's hit, that when you subbed yourself on and Smithy went back. Well, at the end of the day, I was the manager. He hadn't been performing for two weeks. See, see, I've heard you was assistant manager at this time. No, no, I wasn't assistant manager. Was when Johan left, when Johan left, the Blue Pool stopped playing. Me and Smithy got it back together. 
What's he like? Well, I don't. I don't Gary is a great lad. You know what I mean. Love to get him on if you but, watch it, mate. Uh, yeah, no, I can get Slippy on here for you. Yeah, I know he's probably. I know he's not I know both his lads, but I don't know him, so yeah. I've not really got a way in. Mm. Uh, we're also trying to get Gav Redfern. We're desperate to get him. He oh, said, yeah. "I don't fucking do that shit." Yeah, that is his direct quote. Mm. So if anybody sees him, mm. we'd love them to. Speak I mean, Gav's been around the local football leagues for years and years. I mean, he, he played for uh, Kavanagh's Royal Crown. He was at the Blue Pool for years. Gaz has been a very good ambassador for local football for years yeah. and years. And a very good player. Good centre-off. Yeah. Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> good centre-off. But like you say, it, 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 all the players on days were very, very good. Yeah. All of them. Well, we'd love to get him on and we'd love to get Gaz Smith on yeah. as well. No, I should, I should be able to arrange Smithy for you, no problem. Perfect, mate. Well, what's it? We're going to give you a little bit of time to think about this one, mate. Well, then. At the end of the uh, our chat, we're going to ask you to put somebody in the Hall of Fame. So that's somebody you think was a Sunday morning, Saturday afternoon superstar. So in there at the moment, we've got Dave Maskery, Tigsy, and me and Smith are going to put two more in there. The guy we had on in the week, <coughs> he's done, he's put two in there as well. So if you can think of two, perfect. Mm. Um, so, I can tell you one straight away, Kevin Creswell. Have you got a photo of him? Because I need to crop his photo onto our Hall of Fame yeah, board. Yeah. yeah. You've got a photo very, of him as well. Very good striker, mate. Fantastic player. He's the, what's it, lad come on a bus trip with us that time, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Nice mm. lad as well. Mm. He was, wasn't he? Very, very good. Very good player, mate. Very good player. Well, there's been numerous good players. It's, it's fantastic. Still I mean, Simon Hines, what a player he was in local league. Who's that? Hines, he's Simon Hines. Yeah. You ever seen him play years ago? I'd love to get Hines on as well. Yeah, mate. you get Hines on, mate. He was. He, like you say, Dave Ball, brilliant players. Yeah, that's his dad was a good player as well, wasn't he? Mm. But his dad was. Yeah, well, it was I, there. What's it? I fucking rang him a couple of times. I think he's fucking. It's just like, you know, you remember Simon Gretrich, you played for the group Paul Russ. He's, um, he, got, he had a brain injury a few years ago. Lovely lad, left back, most reliable left back you'll ever see in that league, in that Taverners League. Fantastic. We'll grab one pint. After the match, going to his missus and everything. Unfortunately, about 10 or 12 years ago, he was playing football one night, walk, went walked home, slipped over, banged his head on the pavement, and now he's not very well at home. You know what I mean? It was well, but people like that, fantastic yeah. players. Paul Bruin, what a player he was. You know what I mean? Still, is it the guy who uh, you have the game for now? Isn't it? Or did, yeah, Bruin, did yeah. He, I mean, he died a few years ago. They're all really, really good players. You can't put them all in, though. You can put two in. No, I know you can put two in, but there's that many when you think of the players that have gone by from years and years ago. What's that? Well, that first one you're putting in is Creswell, yeah? Yeah, Kevin Creswell, yeah. We're going to watch it. We're going to move on to our uh, other bits. I've just got one more uh, cup final question, fully enough. Yeah. yeah. So is that good? You can spin down. Let's keep double with that one. Okay, so... Should you have a pint before a cup final? Should you? No. 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 Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to argue your case there because when me and you had a certain cup final, yeah, we took them to the uh, dog and parties and had a pint and a shot with them. Yes. As one of your players, Aidan Millwall, who said that question in, I can't remember that. Did we really? Following <laughs> on from that, mm -hmm. there's a certain um, minibus journey back that I've been asked to uh, asked to ask you about. Yeah. Beat bowler driving. That was horrendous, mate. That was absolutely <laughs> horrendous. Bowler, he nearly killed us about five times. 
It was horrible, wasn't it? I remember, well, I was obviously in the car behind. Yeah. And I, and I, I, it was all over the shop. It was all over the shop, mate. Shouting out the windows, shouting at people. It was all over on that road, mate. It was, me. It was like the death. It was like that, the, on that thing. Death like, by dangerous drive. Yeah, it was like that plane off Con Air. <laughs> I just remember getting back to the, the dog and partridge mm. and you were just white like Casper. Like. It was horrible, mate. I don't like driving fast myself, you know what I mean? So. I went to Shirebrook once with him, right? Mm. We was driving down this street and we couldn't find it. Mm. And he said, uh, I said, that's that bloke there, Bob's. So he says, yeah, I'll ask him. I said, he says, you ask him. So I went, hey, old mate, where's, I can't remember what it was, but where's Shirebrook Park? He went, uh, don't know, mate. I went, all oh, right, uh, okay, mate. And Bob said, hey, why don't you fuck off? And he went, who are you talking to? And he went, go and fuck your dog. So he fucking chucked a fucking right turn and drove up the street and I went, Bob's, this is a fucking dead end. He went, oh, God. We drove back down and he went, hey, old mate, lovely dog. <laughs> and then wheels spun out the fucking thingy, honestly, mate. You know, like when you, yeah, yeah, you just don't want to be there. Fucking, mm. honestly, we're going to try and get bowls on as well. Mm. I don't know if we remember half the fucking stuff he's done because I think every day's not up with him, but it'd be fucking great if he can. I mean, <coughs> it's I mean, Tony Marston, very, very good player. When he, when he was in his day. Is he Tony, the old Vicks manager? Yeah, yeah, he he, he, I went there with him to Vix, uh, you know what I mean? That's when we took Nathan. Yeah. Nathan was 16, Nathan, Nathan uh, Sandor was 16 when we took him to Boros Vix, and he was playing well for him as well. Very good player, Nathan, on the yeah. day. What, um, you got my pen, Smithy? Yeah, there you go, mate. Where's my fucking white one? I've lost a fucking pen here, mate. Oh, that's not good. Uh, also, I'd like to special mention for our Australian, Canadian, Croatian and non-binary listeners. So, uh, happy days. We're getting out there. The second one has prefer- performed better than the first. Bit like my love life. You know what I mean? Second one's always better, eh, go. Hey! Right, moving on to Cunt's Corner. Kenny, who you want? What you got? Cunt's Corner this week, mate. Replica shirts on adults. I can understand you want a shirt. Fair enough, mate. I'm happy with that. But for fuck's sake, do not put your own name on the back and a number. Like fucking Smith, number seven. Fucking Johnson, number nine. Like they're ever going to fucking come and go, hey, up, mate, we're fucking short of a wing back this week. We want you to fucking... I will accept granddad one, dad one. I'll accept them, even though you're not the fucking best dad. I'll accept them. But what I will not tolerate is when they have a fucking official, they think they've got a squad number. I, I just, I can't abide it, mate. I can't do it. So what's what's the cut-off age then for your name on your shirt? 16? 12. 12. Anything after that, mate, you need to fucking grow up. Anything after that, you start. If you're going to fucking footy up there with your name on the back of a shirt, you're going to get ripped to shreds, mate. I'm telling you now. Them kids are fucking brutal on that part, mate. And if I see somebody walk into a game, I've instilled it into my youngest lad. My oldest lad won't do it. But we have a rule. Whereas if we see someone walking down the street, they've got number 10 and their name. will be Even if they've got the first name or a nickname, Brucey or got Cresswell or... We're shouting them, mate, all the way. Hey, Jacko! And they're looking around like that, smiling. It's not a fun thing, mate. We are fucking taking the piss out of you. Do not do it. Just have the shirt. Just be happy with the shirt. Granddad's 65 when he's retired. Do something like that. It's nice. 
But anything other than that, you're fucking out of order. Stop it. Have a word with yourself. 12 years old, no more. 13, that'll push. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's your 13th birthday, that's the last one you're having. See, I buy my godson uh, Derbyshire every year, obviously, with his name on and his age. So he's up to Lewis 9 now. Yeah. So he's are got, you saying I've got three more and I've got a... Yeah, just stop putting his name on it. Mate. He ain't going to want it. He ain't going to want it after that. I don't think he wants it now, but I've started, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. So we'll do it up to 10, mate, next birthday, and then fuck it off. Just blank shirts. Yeah. I'm, well, there's a new thing now that my lad uh, told me about. You pay 20 quid a month or summer, and you get a fresh shirt delivered to you. So invest in that, not in the uh, that shit. That's it for me, mate. Mm. Del. Cons Corner? Yeah. Oh, I've got plenty of it, mate. Hey, we've got 25 minutes, kid. You right, take your time. I'll tell you about Cunts Corner. In children's football, adults and the parents having to go at the refs, the young refs. I hate it. Them young refs are there. They don't want to be a referee. They want to be footballers, right? They're doing a fantastic job, and you've got parents come to them off because their little Billy's been kicked on, their little John's been... And a little, he's missed the goal. It's life and death to you know me. I, mean? I still do it now. It's, dis- it's disgusting. Then referees should be left alone. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're doing the best. They come there, provide a service. If they think they can do it better, let them put a football shirt, a referee shirt on, and then they referee it. I, I, I was it. I have a rule now. I mean, it's took me fucking mm. 16 years to get to this point where mm. I don't shout. Yeah. My assistant does. He's been banned for three games this season for shouting at the ref. But I personally, I might say something snidey or what's it, but... I don't get to the stage now where I used to get to, like, our sons used to play against each other. So, mm. <coughs> in them, what's it? Because I didn't have, like, we played against your Chesapeake side. Mm. There's a lot of people there supporting Chesapeake. Mm. Stocky, there was, like, probably five or six mums at an away game. So, I always felt like everybody was against us mm. because anything we ever got, we had to work for. So, well, but you say yeah, I do get that. Well, the pressure on them young shoulders, you know, yeah. and they don't mean to make a mistake. It's like footballers make a mistake, referees make a mistake, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's not the Premier League, but don't call them and get on the back and make it because some of them I've seen have not turned up again. So yeah. if they don't turn up for, to referee your game, you ain't got a game. That's it, yeah. you know what I mean? Right, You've man. not got a game. The young lads that are playing football that love playing football, they ain't got a game. The parents ain't got somewhere to take the kids on a Sunday. It all finishes. The dads, dads don't want to do it because Bodzi, we put mm. it on him. We made him do a game yeah. like when we didn't have a rep. Mm. And he fucking hated it, mate. So mm. it is what it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? And in the long term, well, you've only got to look at, like I say, men's football now. Yeah. The only refs you're getting turned up are the 60, 70 year old. No, they've got so. Because they've obviously been there. They've been through one of the that one. I spoke to Sid Atwell the other week. You know, Sid? Yeah, I remember Sid Atwell? Yeah, I mean, Sid, he's at the garage, at Atwell's garage the other day. Said, oh, he said, well, like, he can't wait to get back out in the football field. He can't. I'm not. Like Tommy French, Froggy's dad. <laughs> he, was, he was one of the keys. Tommy, don't you swear on my football pitch. And off he went. But yeah. what he said went, but who? Hey, what's it? You know what he used to? Mm. He used to say, if you give me five pounds now, I'll make a donation to the charity of my choice. So yeah. you never really have to pay a fine. That was a good yeah. thing about him. Yeah. Like, yeah, so you've got you've got these 60, 70 year old boys. As soon as they turn up, all, all the lads are going, Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no new batch coming through because no, they when they were 
10 to 16. They got abused. They've had too much, they've had too much abuse. There's too many people go to watch now. Mm. Yeah. No, like, I think it sort of started the back end of our lads' yeah. playing. A lot of people would turn up to watch games. And now, fucking junior football is fucking... Junior we... football's massive. Yeah. Senior football's rubbish. So hopefully, in years to come, them junior kids will carry it on and it will go grow big and massive again like it was before. I mean, a lot of it was to do with the pubs, wasn't it? Yeah. Everyone was in, everyone was in the pubs. <laughs> Saturday night, fucking old playing in the morning. So see me in town, got you in the fucking morning. Sick, sick before the match, on there. There's about 40 of you in the showers at the race course, wasn't yeah. they? We're talking about last week. Yeah. They'll never know. These youngsters will never know the, the race the race course change room, darling, the smell. The you could, I mean, you used to say, right, you ain't got a pitch at race course. That's a fly down darling, see if you get a pitch. Yeah. And every pitch was packed. Yeah. I walked down there the other day, we, we took the girls on that beat the street, we walked down past Darley Fields, two games going on. Is that sad? Pitches. Sunday morning. Yeah, it's sad. It's a sad time. It's, it, it, oh, it's terrible. And I'm thinking all these young lads and they're all selling drugs and all going out and doing mischief. I mean, if, if the youth clubs was open and the football was on, they'd be fine and say, basically, what you're doing up here. Yeah, we that, because of lack of facilities, we obviously can't provide a fucking men's team or a, mm. we can only take teams to a certain point. And like, at our club, we ain't even got a fucking toilet, mate. So it is difficult. That's why we've had to make sessions that little bit shorter just to... So it's like... The sessions as long as you fucking bladder. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's all of all this COVID knocking about as well, and, and nobody's got money. The council's got no money. We ain't got no money. Mm. No one's got no money. They shouldn't make the pictures available for nothing. Yeah, well, for the exercise for the children. That's what that's what should happen. They charge a fortune if you want if you want to use the race course one and stuff mm. like that. They do charge you fucking fortune. All these all these pictures have got floodlights on them. They should be made available for nothing for the moment for the children for the exercise. I mean, they've been able to go to school. I mean, one of my, my daughters, not Darcy, I mean, she went to um, start at Ravensdale this year. She got sent home because of the COVID. Went back for a week, then someone broke, burnt the school down. Yeah. Went back, then they got to come off again with COVID. Now she's got to get, but it's been terrible yeah, shit, for the children, for the mental health as well. So open the parks up properly, open the pitches up, leave the lights until 11 o'clock at night. Let the kids play football and look after do the, and look after the refs. Yeah, because in ten years' time, when these old boys are finally packing, yeah, there ain't going to be any. No, I won't. You won't. A bit of a fucking side note to that. I've through the juniors, I've been trying to get a home for our club for a long time, mm. but for the last fucking like year and a half, we've been trying to bid for a fucking place up up the road. And no, but every time I get to a certain point, everybody fucks me up. No answers. No answers. Mm. But on election day, they decided finally to give me a fucking answer. So the Roadage Bowls Club, which has been derelict for a good number of years, and we've been after it for a year and a half, let's say, they now decided they're going to turn it into fucking asses. Mm. So fuck you, Stop Brook Holes. It could have told us that when we started out and we would have made extra provisions, but they didn't. We decided we're turning that into asses. You fucking wankers, mate. <laughs> that's what you're fucking dealing with so they're going in the fucking cunts corner as well along with referee bullies but the main question today on everybody's lips is the half-time fag still available are people still doing it i know when i was fucking playing with the chad lads fucking matt palmer phil palmer nick Hannibal, 
Dave Mascari, the Vernons, we all got a fucking fag on at half time. And I fucking loved it because my lungs was football. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted a fucking good play. I was just fucking, I was just happy to be there. Do you know what I mean? But everybody had a fag on me. It was fucking class. I'm a bit of a hypocrite when it comes to this because obviously with my Saturday lads, it's it's a no go. The only one that gets. Well, the... times have changed, Smithy, haven't they? Yeah, it's yeah. Like massively changed. You know what I mean? The only person that gets away with it is my goalkeeper, just to keep him happy. Mm. You know what I mean? But on a Saturday, for me, it's a no go. Sunday morning, I'm the one having a fag at half time myself. But I think mm. obviously a lot of people are vaping and stuff like that. But I, like I say, on the team I play on a Sunday, I think there's two of us that smoke and. Yeah, I mean, for, for an area like here around Stocky Kenny, and you can't get 11 players, yeah, it's saying something, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous because that side that we when when you was managing Smithy and I was helping you a bit, there was lads there, good players that, that could have played football. I mean, we did well, yeah. and but now we, we was getting 10 or 11 players, surely to God. When we was there, there was, when I was a young lad. There was 25 people there wanting to get a shirt. Still, and, and people pissed right off because you had four or five subs. People were pissed off. They couldn't even get a sub shirt. You know like, what annoyed me about what you've just said? That second season that you was going, the first team went for year one and two. You went for year two and three. Mm. None of them lads who played in year one or two in the first team Dropped down and played on the Sunday. Yeah. They just thought, that's me. Done. Ben Orman did. Yeah, well, yeah. Ben. I mean, I know there's a few, but yeah. there's a lot of lads yeah. who could have said, yes. do you know what? I still fancy a fucking yeah. man. Do you know what I mean? And it, for, for Stocky to have no, I don't think we've got any men's teams at no. all. Nothing no. associated with this area whatsoever. It's fucking sad, mate. Mm. I mean, I, I've give, I've done, I've done that FC Stockbrook and I did a Stocky side when I was young, young. I've give quite a lot to adult football already. I'm still involved in like 16 years in with the juniors. I don't envisage myself starting an adults team again. But if somebody wants to do one, I fucking gladly back them and help them. Mm. I've got all the stuff available. But do you know what I mean? It's again, there. that comes back to the, our, our lack of facility. Because I tell you now, if we had a, a pitch available with decent standards. Yeah, I'd personally be winning the, my side in Stocky. It's just we haven't got that. We're, yeah, we're, 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 I would say maybe I mean, more, I not... mean, Blue Pool when we were one of them years ago. Our own pitch was Benrose because it was a fantastic pitch. Yeah, but you can't get it. Benrose is associated with Little Over Dazzlers. Is it so now? Yeah, that's their association. Yeah, yeah. Mm. although Little Over's a different area and got loads yeah. of fucking schools in it. Yeah, they've decided that. They would tie up with them. And that Benrose pitch, that, that was a, fa they had a couple mm. of fantastic pitches on there. Yeah, that back one and mm. the front one, they were good pitches, weren't they? Yeah. But they're just whacking fucking schools up now. Get rid of the pitches, we'll have another fucking school. Right, Hero of the Week. Hero mm. of the Week. There's only one man for it. Who Got to be, mate. Richard Keogh. Yeah. Fair play to him. Yeah, fair play Legend, to him. Legend, mate. Yeah. Do mm. you know what? I'm fucking glad he stuck with it and pursued it because it was. Everybody else did it. I'll tell you something, right? All them Derby fans that slagged him off, they wouldn't have wanted to see him against Seth Wednesday on that no, Saturday wouldn't. afternoon. Yeah. Or in that running when they were struggling. Because he'd get us 100% and he's better yeah. than anything they got now. Yeah. Still better. He, the, Derby fans are very, very, what's it? Because of, yeah. There's mm -hmm. a fine line between 
is the fucking best in the world in this shit. Mm. I never heard anybody fucking slate Curtis Davis or any of them mm. like the fucking slated Kia. I think it was just an easy what's it. But I watched that fucking Leeds United documentary and that fucking run he makes for that fucking that goal, is it? Um, was it Mason Mount who scored? Mount or Marriott? It's Marriott. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And he fucking he, he gave you everything in the shirt. It mm. might have been shit mm. in people's eyes. Well, he wasn't, yeah, but he ended and kicked it. He, he always had a mistake in him. Yeah. You had to say what? And if you're in the defense and you make a mistake, sometimes it leads to a goal. But he was consistent. He was there. He'd yeah. give you 46 games a season. He'd end it, he'd kick it, and you could see he cared. Oh, I think the Derby can't stay care anymore. No, he's nowhere near. Probably the best centre back Derby had in the last. Ten years. Well, he is, yeah. For, for, for say, how long he's been? Him there. and Mo Konyak. Yeah, <laughs> Konyak. Yeah. Must be a back a decade. But though. he deserves every penny because how can you yeah. sack one player and keep the other two? Yeah, the other two were driving, and he was in the car. And he was in the back of the car. He wasn't driving. It's like you you go to work. Your mate getting done for drink driving, then getting off of it, and you're sat in the back. You get done for it. Yeah, you get sacked. You, know you, you get sacked. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? He wanted him gone because he was on high wage, earning wages, and that was his excuse to get rid of him. He's fucking done all right, hasn't he? He's got, he, went, he went MK Dons first, didn't he? And yeah. then he got a move to Huddersfield, mm. and now he's got fucking 2.4 winging its way in. And now they're they watching there in their academy, looking after their young players, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's got fucking, Hey, mm. fucking dead right, he wants him looking after him. If he can get you 2.4 million, mm. fucking fair play, Rich. Hero I love it. Hero. Absolute fucking legend. Yeah. We're going to move on to our fucking Hall uh, of Famers. Smithy, have you got one this week, mate? I've come through with one, mate. Good man. Do you want me to go? You can go, mate, and we'll save the best till last. Okay. Now, my Hall of Famer, <laughs> I've played with him. I've played against him. I've managed him. I've seen him play in every single position, and he's never put a foot wrong in either of them. He's been retiring for the last... Three, four years, and he's still going strong. Um, he's made 12 games, 12 appearances for Macros this season. Nine of them off the bench, so he might be showing his age a little bit. But even from that, he scored four and assisted five. And he's just a genuinely a really nice guy. Um, everyone gets on with him. If you mention his name in football in Derby, I guarantee most people have played with him. So my Hall of Famer is Ben Orman. Yeah, I can vouch for everything Smithy said. Played with him, uh, managed him, uh, seen him play in every position. I certainly back that up myself, mate. He would have been uh, a bit later on in the uh, Hall of Famers for me, but yeah, definitely one to go in there, mate. Quality. Uh, no, never moans. He's only once fucking really pissed me off. That was when he got fucking sent off in that. Works with. Works with game. There's only one time I've ever thought, but you know what? The fucking, the good certainly outweighs the bad. And you know what? He's off the pitch. One of the nicest, a lovely family. We do right for anybody. So uh, I will fucking gladly second that, mate. And I will raise you, not raise you, because it's not about raising you. It's not about who's the fucking thing. But I want to put uh, somebody for me, uh, who always put a fucking put a shift in and scored worldies and 
he just had that air of if you've got him with you, he'll certainly fucking do you a favour. I mean, there's one game that sticks out and it shouldn't really, but just we went to Stanley Common once and this fucking I put the, him and his brother up front just because I didn't have anywhere else to put the brother because I'd got a nice tidy midfield and I thought, you know what, I can stick him there, stick them both up front. And before I knew it, I looked round and Peter had smashed this fucking guy straight in the face and his fucking eye was like an arse. But just he just galvanised all the lads. Everybody got behind him and we went in and they were mouthing off at us and they'd been another fucking scrap. And uh, Pete just went, fuck it, everybody, let's get back out there now. So everybody went out, all united, as a fucking, what's it? And he went, right, who wants it? And it's not because of that, it's because of the goals that he scored. He was, I played with him at Macro College and it was like the first time I met him. And he was just like, he was top scorer up there, just like chipping little balls into the fucking net. Honestly, mate, the stuff that I used to do when he was a striker. And then he was like, as he got older, still quality, he dropped back and fucking started playing centre-back and was just fucking brilliant. And he scored a goal, I think it was against Dina Town in that fucking Derbyshire Cup and we beat them. It was like a bit of a giant killing. And they, they was like, how much do you lads get a game to our striker? And Nave Sandor, they asked him how much you got a game and he was like, what are you on about, mate? I paid a fucking fiver to play today. As you do in Stockbrook, no one gets paid yeah, in Stockbrook. Yeah, like, what, what do you mean? We're getting like fucking 40 quid or something. And like, and then Bowles comes up and he just fucking scores an absolute thingy. And he's just running at me and Tony. And I thought, I don't really fancy this because he, he's just one of them guys that, you know, like when he runs you and grabs you. Yeah. You might fucking pull your eye out of the socket because he's just fucking, what's well, it? But some of the stuff that he did, mate, like Mercurial, just a fucking absolute wizard as soon as he gets the ball at his feet. And he just, he's got an air about him. You, what's it? And you've been with him. Yeah. He's just got an air and he brings, he makes, not saying it makes everything feel better, but you know when you look and you see him, you just think, you know what? I think today it's going to be all right. Yeah, you can take on take on anybody who's yeah. there, there with you. I'm knowing that he's. I mean, I I fucking I've never lost a fight in the end. I've probably lost fucking many in real life. But you know when you look round and you see him, yeah. you just think, I, I can take on the world. Yeah, yeah. I know. For those of you who don't know, uh, I dropped the Nate Ward card in whenever I want because. Uh, he told me I could say and do whatever I like. So, Nate Ward, Mark Lowe, thanks for that, lads. So, I have their backing. So, who, who, who's Nate Ward and Mark Lowe? Yeah, they're a couple of fucking local, like, former doormen. One of them's a fucking... Uh, Is that when you work on the door on a Saturday night because you can't turn enough up on Friday? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them's, like, a big fucking fat former boxer and the other one works on the rigs. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're me, uh, they're me like bodyguards, mate. So I sort of like get away with quite a lot through them. So I can say what I like on Facebook, thanks to them. But yeah, when you look round and you had him, he was just like mercurial, mate. And he went off and he played for Loughborough for a few games and he was doing really well, but he just didn't enjoy it. So he came back. But next week's legend is somebody who never left me. So if he's listening to this, he should know who he is. Who's your Hall of Fame one? That's it. Pete Bowler. 
I've said his name, huh? No. You said Peter Bowler Jr. Absolute pleasure, mate. It's been my pleasure. I think that's about it for this week, Kenny. So we've got Kevin Craswell, Ben Ormond, Pete Bowler Jr., Rob Norris, and Cav Morrow in the Hall of Fame. Unless Del Boy's got one more. No, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. You don't want to put yourself in there, like you no, put yourself no, on. No, I mean, I'm a bit tall for that now, Kenny, honestly. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying, mate. Just go around to put my slippers on with Pete up. So you'll be available for a charity game in the summer. You'll be available. Always for available for a charity game. Always available. I'm going to try and sort some out, mate. And in, in actual fact, in actual fact, Stockbrook now have got a side next Thursday at JJB. Have they? Yeah. Who's in it? Right. <laughs> let's see. Let, let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Can you see that? The Asbeans. It says in it. How'd you get that, Smith? Who's in the yeah, team? Press the top. Press the top, mate. See who's in the team. Read them out, Smith. Wow. It's a team of uh, legends. Well, Aaron Whiteman. Wow. Ben yeah. Blackburn. Nathan Sundar. He won't turn up. Well, Ratty. Yeah. Wiggy. Wiggy, good keeper. Goody. Otto. He's not got a knee left in him. He's not playing. Otto. I'm not having that. Well, Leon Hudson and Lowry. Rob Lowry. He was on my broken wings looking for a bird. I don't know if he's uh, still single, but if he is, ladies, slide into the DMs. Larry. Who was the other one? Leon Hudson. Leon Hudson. Is that, I think that's Hudson. Hudson's cousin, yeah. Hudson's cousin, yeah. Is um, he good? Uh, uh, and me and the Dow. The Dow, mate. Oh, mate. Yes, the the Dow's on it, mate. Uh, We're mate. starting next Thursday at JJB first. Uh, it's a seeding round. See how good we are. Hey, what, were you uh, taking all 11? Hey. Are you, taking, are you going to make the court? Yeah, of course I make the call. <laughs> the main striker. Will you do us a favour, though? Will you uh, get us a picture? Yeah. Get us a picture and also I'll give you a bell. What time are you game? I don't know yet. I don't know. It's <coughs> got a, uh... What we'll try and do is we'll try and get a match report from this. Yeah, well, look. There's our, there's our uh, top. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? I like that, mate. I do like that. Go on, then. <laughs> <laughs> look. FC Pablo. I like it, mate. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Quality, yeah. mate. We'll try and get a fucking uh, an update on that. Might not be on next week's show, but it might be on the week after. I think next week we're playing next Thursday night. So do you do videos on this? If you can get me a video, I can get it out there. Right, okay. Then the video will be had next week of the last Perfect. The Stockbrook Six Aside team. Is it six aside? Oh, yeah. It's five aside then. Oh, was it five aside then? Fuck and then yeah, I always yeah. sort of put an extra player on. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to finish off, I just want to say a massive thank you to Chris Delboy Delahay. Obviously, Mark Sargent for Monday night's recording. Apologies that we didn't get it all because we had a really good laugh, really good conversation. Yeah, it's quality. Thank you for your time. Like I say, Smith, mention the, mention the email. Mention the email address. Come on. I, I'm putting money in here, mate. Is put, it, me, put me under the cosh. Uh, is it the football table? The pod? football table pod at gmail.com. What about the Instagram? Instagram is TFT pod. What about the Twitter? That was all you. At, at the football table, I think. Uh, and the Facebook. Slide into the DMs if you've got any questions or match reports. Is that it? I think that's it, mate. Good night from me, and it's good night from him.
Fuck him off, Smith. Say goodbye. Good night. God bless. <laughs>